Topic 1A. New England Region, Political and Social. Hey, what's up everyone? And welcome to the New England Colonies Ways. Today, I will talk about the New England Colonies. You might have some questions. What are the New England Colonies? Who found it? What was New England colonial life like? Here, let me help you by answering my own questions. So long ago, during the days when Europe wanted to explore, one of them, England, went to America and colonized a place that was then and now called Plymouth. As the years passed, they went on to discover more states in the 13 colonies. In the 13, the 13 colonies was separated into three regions at that time. New England region, middle region, and the southern region. Today, we will talk only about the New England region. Let's bring back our question. What was New England colonial life like? So, after a bit of research, I found some questions myself about the Mayflower Compact, the Fundamental Orders of Connecticut, Pilgrims and Puritans, Founders of Each Colonies, and the Salmbridge Trials. All five of these questions are part of one single confusing question. What was New England colonial life like? So, this is going to be about it. During the 1620s, people wanted more religious freedom, so they went away from England. Because they went away from England, they became into Puritans and Pilgrims. The Puritans purified the Christian religion, and the Pilgrims continued the Christian religion. But that's a story for another day. So when they left England, they reached America, where they named the place they landed Plymouth, which is now a part of Massachusetts. At Plymouth, they signed the Mayflower Compact. The Mayflower Compact, originally titled The Agreement Between the Settlers of New Plymouth, was the first governing document of Plymouth Colony. It was written by male passengers of the Mayflower, consisting of separatist Puritans, adventurers, and tradesmen. Here is a quote from the Mayflower Compact. For glory of for the glory of God and the advancement of Christian faith. Now, after that, I had a question: How did all of these states get order into uh, into them? I looked at Connecticut and found an agreement: the fundamental orders of Connecticut. The Fundamental Orders describes the government set up by Connecticut River Towns, setting its structure and powers. 
they wanted the government to access to the open ocean for trading. Here's a quote from that. It is ordered, sentenced, and decreed that Windsor, Hartford, and Weatherfield shall have power each town to send four free men as deputies to every general court. And whatsoever other town shall hereafter added to the jurisdiction, they shall send so many deputies as the court sh- shall judge me. As I was talking about pilgrims and Puritans, I was thinking about that question too. So here it is. Pilgrims and Puritans who had abandoned local parishes and formed small congregations of their own because the Church of England was not only holy enough to meet their standards, they were labeled the separatists. Now let's see their population and economy. Between 1700 and 1750, the population of England's colonies in North America doubled and then doubled again. At the start of the century, the colonial population stood at about 257,000. At 1750, though, more than a million, 170,000 people called the English colonies their home. After that happened, they found makes to make money. There were five states in New England in the New England region. Current day Maine, that was part of New Massachusetts at that time, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Maine used to get their money through transporting wood, meat, and fish. Then we have New Hampshire who exports wood and meat. Massachusetts exports fish, wood, and whales. Connecticut exports meat. And lastly, Rhode Island also exports whales. Now let's talk about the people who founded these colonies. In New, ha- New Hampshire was founded in 1623 by John Mason. New Hampshire became a royal colony in 1679. Massachusetts was founded in 1620 by Puritans and Separatists. The important, the most important residents were. William Bradford, who got elected for governor 30 times. Massachusetts Bay became a royal colony in 1691. Connecticut colonists were moving into the state and starting towns in the future Connecticut in 1635. But the main town did not join together to form a Connecticut colony until 1636. Rhode Island was found on 1636 by Roger Williams. 
I had one and final question. What was the Salem Witch Trials that was in Salem, Massachusetts? Let me go back to 1692. And during the day of 1692, girls in Salem Village, Massachusetts, blamed three women for afflicting them. They blamed Tidbura, slave for Reverend Samuel Paris, and Sarah Good, and Sarah Osborne. Tibuta confessed, the devil came to bid and bid me to serve him. Sarah Good was a homeless beggar. Sarah Osborne was an elderly, impoverished woman. All three women were put in jail. Tibuta was later convicted and sent to prison. The girls Blame the woman for the images of black dogs, red cats, yellow birds, and a black man who wanted them to sign a book. The Puritan villagers believed that all the quarreling was a work of the devil, and women accused of being witches too. All of this continues until the day of May of 1693, when all accused prisoners were set free of no charges. All of these questions I had led to one question that's connected to everything. What was New England colonial life like? As I would like to put it, chaotic, fearful, amazing. There are many more words to it. I hope all your questions have been answered. Thank you.